Hi and welcome to the Little Cheesemongers February Cheese Subscription. We're going to start off with the cheddar first, which is by Golden Hooves. Golden Hooves is um, a cheddar made by First Milk, which is the regenerative co-op of more than 700 British farmers. As a certified B Corporation, they're committed to sustainability and continually improving the way they work to regenerative farming practices and produce quality milk that they turn into delicious cheese. They are honoured to have, have recently received the King's Award for Sustainable Development. So pretty good, pretty impressive. So this is a nice rounded cheddar and they are aging this for around 12 months plus. Um, it's got rugged, oh, the vintage is 16 to 18 months. The mature is 11 to 12 months. Um, the flavour uh, deepens with the vintage. It, they, they describe it as being a rugged flavour. And um, Golden Hooves produces award-winning cheese with deliciously long-lasting flavours made from 100% regenerative farmed British milk. I'm sure cheddar tastes so good that the recipe was awarded Supreme Champion in the Global Cheese Awards in 2002. So, excellent. Hope you're enjoying that one. Next, uh, probably should have started with this one as it is the month of Valentine's Day and the reason that you have this cheese is Neuf Châtel, which is a heart-shaped, bloomy, brie-style grinded cheese from the Nor Normandy region of France. It's unpasteurised cow's milk and dates back as far as the 16th century. So it, you wouldn't think of that, would you, when you see that sort of heart shape? You think it's sort of a modern-like thing to make you buy it for Valentine's. But no, we're going back to the 6th the sixth century with this one. So uh, it typically matures for about 8 to 10 weeks and it's around around 200 grams in size it does have an AOC protection so it cannot be uh, replicated anywhere and uh, it's a nice mature, uh, mature strong soft cheese in my opinion it's lovely nice alternative to a brie and the next cheese is kabok kabok cheese is a traditional cheese with a unique shape and creamy texture now to me kabok is a bit like instead of using butter so you could put this on your crackers or your bread and things like that but you wouldn't want it probably pop it in your mouth and eat it because it does have that sort of butter texture to it kabok has a history dating back to at least the next cheese is kabok and for me i'd enjoy kabok spread on an oat cake spread on some crackers or on some bread don't enjoy it so much just popping a piece in the mouth because it is very similar to butter in texture uh, kabok is a cheese that's traditional in scotland with its unique shape and creamy texture Kabok has a history dating back to at least the 15th century and it's considered one of Scotland's oldest cheeses. It's a fresh soft cheese made from unpasteurised cow's milk with double cream and typically rolled in oats. The name Kabok is derived from the Gaelic word kabag, meaning little round, which aptly describes the cheese's small round shape. It's known for its smooth creamy texture and mild buttery flavour and the addition of double cream gives it a rich indulgent quality. The oatmeal coating provides a pleasant contrast to the creamy interior. The next one is organic herd. It's the the garlic and herb cheese. So this is a company that's been going for a long, long time um, and it's adapted itself quite a lot over the last 30 years. And it says it's run by farmers, for farmers. Organic herd proud, proudly stands at the UK's foremost organic dairy cooperative, 
fully owned and run by farmers who share commitment to sustainable and organic farming. They believe the answer in the modern challenges of food production, animal welfare and the environment are through the wisdom of organic farming, true farming without compromise. The farms are scattered across the UK from the depths of Cornwall to the wild highlands of Scotland. So with it, I got this one because over Christmas and throughout the year, people ask me a lot for uh, that garlic cheese rule. Now, rule's everywhere. It's, I did buy... People kept asking me so much about rule. And I know I've had it in the past. And I so I thought, I'll go and buy some and have a go, you know, see if we enjoy it. And uh, if it's good, I'll get it in for the shop because people keep asking me. My goodness, it was like junk food in cheese form. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And when I've spoken to my customers about it, like, uh, you know, the ones who buy rule stuff, they say, oh, well, you know, I use it in my... Uh, cooking sauces or pasta dishes and stuff like that but I I think a lot of people use it on a cheese board and I just thought it was horrible it it was just sort of um, synthetic and anyway so this is my attempt at bringing something into the shop it has a bit more something more wholesome about it (laughs) and maybe a bit more quality I'm sorry about being so so snobbish about that cheese but um, I can't help myself the next cheese is St. Gall, and Frank and Gundren Shinnick's award-winning St. Gall cheese is made from the milk of their own herd of predigree Fijian cows in County Cork, Ireland. The long grazing season on the fertile pastures of the Blackwater River Valley produces a superb quality milk, which shines through the quality of their finished product. St. Gall is named after the monastery St. Gallen near Appenzeller in Switzerland. This brine-washed cheese has all the characteristics of a fine Swiss cheese with the rich earthiness and creaminess from the Irish countryside, coupled also with the fruity nuttiness of a French Comté as it matures and the oozy meltability of the Italian Fontina. The recipe uses skimmed milk from Frisian cows to enable the texture to age longer and become firmer. The long grazing season on the fertile pastures produces superb quality raw milk. In, a, in, a, in essence, St. Gall is a thermophilic hard cheese. I'm going to have to Google that. And the flavours are sweet, subtle, sour, nutty and distinctively palate-tingling finish. This is a really excellent description of this cheese and I could not have put it any better myself. St. Gall retains its flavour well when melted, so making it a good choice for cooking or in cheese or toasty. That's going to be a strong cheese toasty. I'd recommend uh, maybe cutting that with some some of your milder cheese first. (laughs) And that's it. I think that's all our cheese is done. I don't think I've missed any. So hope you've had a nice February and uh, speak to you soon. Bye.